Good morning, and welcome to your Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. In Canada, we celebrated Thanksgiving on November 11th, and tomorrow, the third Thursday in November, our neighbors in the U.S. will be celebrating their Thanksgiving as a national holiday. In 1621, the Plymouth colonists and the Wampano shared an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged today as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations in the colonies. For more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonies and states. It wasn't until 1863, in the midst of the Civil War, that President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a National Thanksgiving Day to be held each November. In September 1620, a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying 102 passengers. An assortment of religious separatists seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith and other individuals lured by the promise of prosperity and land ownership in the new world. After a treacherous and uncomfortable crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of their intended destination at the mouth of the Hudson River. One month later, the Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay, where the Pilgrims, as they are now commonly known, began the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. Throughout that first brutal winter, most of the colonists remained on board the ship, where they suffered from exposure, scurvy, and outbreaks of contagious diseases. Only half of the Mayflower's original passengers and crew lived to see their first New England spring. In March, the remaining settlers moved ashore, where they received an astonishing visit from a member of the Abenaki tribe, who greeted them in English. Several days later, he returned with another native, American, Squantano, a member of the Patuxet tribe who had been kidnapped by an English sea captain and sold into slavery before escaping to London and returning to his homeland on an exploratory expedition. Squantano taught the pilgrims, weakened by malnutrition and illness, how to cultivate corn, extract sap from maple trees, catch fish in the rivers and avoid poisonous plants. He also helped the settlers forge an alliance with the Manpango, a local tribe which would endure more than 50 years and tragically remains one of the sole examples of harmony between European colonists and Native Americans. <clears throat> Excuse me. In November 1621, after the Pilgrims' first corn harvest proved successful, Governor William Bradford organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of the colony's Native American allies, including the Wampano, Chief uh, Massasoit, now remembered as America's first Thanksgiving. And the festival lasted for three days. While no record exists of the first Thanksgiving exact menu, much of what we know about what happened at the first Thanksgiving comes from Pilgrim chronicler Edward Winslow, who wrote, quote, Our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men unfouling, that so we might have, after a special manner, rejoiced together. After we had gathered the fruits of our labors, they, four in one day, killed as much fowl as with a little help besides served the company almost a week, at which time, amongst other recreations, we exercised our arms. Many of the Indians coming amongst us, and amongst the rest of their greatest king, Massasoit, with some ninety men, whom for three days we entertained and feasted, and they went out and killed five deer, which they brought to the plantation and bestowed on our governor, and upon the captain and others. 
and although it be not always so plentiful as it was at this time with us, yet by the goodness of God we are so far from want that we often wish you partakers of our plenty. End of quote. And, to add some trivia to your knowledge, did you know lobster, seal, and swans were also on the pilgrim's menu? During the American Revolution, the Continental Congress designated one or more days of Thanksgiving a year, and in 1789 George Washington issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation by the national government of the United States. In it, he called upon Americans to express their gratitude for the happy conclusion to the country's War of Independence and the successful ratification of the U.S. Constitution. Abraham Lincoln, at the height of the Civil War, in a proclamation, entreated all Americans to ask God to commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the civil strife, and to heal the wounds of the nation. End quote. He scheduled Thanksgiving for the final Thursday in November. Some Native Americans and many others take issue with how the Thanksgiving story is presented to the American public, and especially to school children. In their view, the traditional narrative paints a deceptively sunny portrait of relations between the pilgrims and the Wampano people, masking the long and bloody history of conflict between Native Americans and European Celters. As an annual celebration of the harvest and its bounty, moreover, Thanksgiving calls under a, uh, falls under a category of festivals that spans cultures, continents, and millennia in ancient times. The Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans feasted and paid tribute to their gods after the fall harvest. Thanksgiving also bears a resemblance to the ancient Jewish harvest festival of Sukkot. As a final historical comment on the traditional Thanksgiving turkey, in 1989, President Bush quipped, quote, But let me assure you, and this fine Tom Turkey, that he will not end up on anyone's dinner table. Not this guy. He's presented a presidential pardon as of right now, and allow him to live out his days on a children's farm not far from here. It has been an annual tradition ever since, including this year. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Muskoka's only nonprofit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 FM.